The Hidden Grid The Sixth World Chronicles Episode 25 Missing Stories Volume 1 Part 1 The world beyond my tribe is a confusing one, and this place I've decided to call home at least for now is even more so Seattle. But I have surrounded myself with those I can trust more than others. And there is one who may speak to my heart more than I care to admit. Even for the young ones whom we all hope to hold some measure of innocence are corrupted by this world. This is one of the reasons I work so hard to rebuild what I lost. Page 57, Rise of the Spider King by Shango Odorus. This episode takes place immediately following episode 22, and there's a little something in there for fans of the SNES game. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of The Hidden Grid, The Six World Chronicles. Uh, so this week we're joined by a usual cast, and you know, a few returning voices. So how's everybody doing? Here I am. I am officially wearing pants this week, guys. Doing fine. I feel like a big boy now. Awesome. So, had a little bit of fun on the last couple of weeks, uh, experiencing the fun adventures of the Dream Tripper adventure, but... Now it's time to change up things because, well, of all the constants in the world, change is the pretty much only one. So, that said, uh, the adventures you guys are going to start hearing going forward are going to be a little different. Uh, we've been doing a lot of episodic content the pretty much the entire run of the session so far. But now I think it's time to start branching out, letting the players and you know their characters experience the sixth world and kind of get a feel for it to kind of be more living, breathing entities, that type of thing. So, that means it's now up to you guys to figure out how to find your jobs and how to find your way around the world and how to make friendly contacts and other things like that. You see, I, I have priorities, though. Like, one, Tex has to get out of the hospital. Two, I have to find a place to live. Those are good priorities. Elle's got a few. That's okay. So, that said, let's get started. It is the evening after the final events of Dream Chipper, which I believe makes it Friday night, actually, doesn't it? I think so. So, earlier today, you saw announcements that a certain uh, chip company had a pretty profitable quarter, and uh, certain Erlen Mains is given a nice kind of round of applause by a his board of directors, so looks like you guys did end up saving the day. Good. You also heard that the company HSA has also kind of suffered a little bit in the, in their quarter. They were expecting some big project, and uh, for some reason, that just 
Uh, that just didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> Strange how uh, how stocks go like that. But what do you expect? So, with that said, it is uh, kind of mid-March right now in Seattle. The kind of introduction to spring is kind of freshly in the air, although it is Seattle and it is still awfully wet. But it's not as freezing as it was a month or two ago. God. So, Andrew, what are you up to? What's Shango doing? Um, he is going to be at his apartment um, training his bird, his Merlin hawk. Okay, um, well, he's just going to spend it's... a couple of days doing that. That's fine. It's nice and early in the morning. I believe it's been at least a week or two since the last time you did a training test, right? Yes. So let's get those two tests down. All right. Do you remember what we were working on at the time? Magical Watchdog. We're at, it's a moderate, um, and I'm at 10 of 12. Nice. All right. So where the heck? Animal training plus intuition. So you're at your apartment. Where exactly is your apartment at? That's a very good question. <laughs> well, I'm kind of fleshing that stuff out now, so. Uh, is there a magical area of Seattle? Um, not per se. Uh, it really depends on the type of atmosphere you want. Uh, downtown's kind of a little bit more urban life, uh, you know, city living, high tall skyscrapers, a lot of tourists, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. If you go a little bit towards Redmond, Redmond starts getting kind of, you know, a little bit still a sprawl kind of thing, but kind of like that, that through line between the suburbs and the inner city until you start getting to the heart of Redmond, which, while once a thriving city, is now a ecological wasteland of ghouls, nastiness. However, it's very empty. So it's a little bit safer there in terms of isolation. Um, I don't like to be around the undead, so, uh, I guess, like, Redmond closer to the, uh, Seattle proper. Okay. Kind of, like, suburby. Nice. Okay, so you're off on your roof training your hawk. Come on! Two successes. Two successes. Nice. Okay, so, I thought you needed it. Two successes. So, working with your hawk, you've been kind of training it to learn Magical Guard, right? That lets it see spirits and entities, right? Yes. Okay, so, uh, your hawk flies down to you, uh, kind of pecks at you a little bit when you successfully kind of instruct the Watcher Spirit to zoom past. It lets out a uh, screak, uh, and it's kind of a certain way you've been teaching it, and every time you pass it, a uh, certain watch of spirit near it, uh, to where you can see it, it immediately mm-hmm. starts making the sound. Excellent. It now understands that when it sees a spirit, that it needs to make a noise. Excellent. Very excellent. Cool. Well done, Oya. Oya kind of cools as a, I don't know, do hops cool? Uh, I don't know. Does it make a noise? I don't know. It sure does. <laughs> Let's go ahead and say um, it's it nips at you. Magic. Well, uh, Merlin hawks are actually uh, somewhere on the border of sentience, so. Yeah, they're magical creatures. Yeah. 
Awesome. Um, now uh, that it is trained, so I have it listed here as Merlin Hawk untrained, mm-hmm. and now knows two tricks. Um, can I begin to prepare it to be inhabited by a spirit? You can. Okay. That is something that I will like to start doing. Okay. Uh, the normal hawk sucks out as another screech all of a sudden. It's that uh, the same screech that you just t- basically t- uh, ensure it knew how to do. God damn it! Except you didn't send out a watcher spirit. Alright, it's time to start some sensing. Okay, so you open yourself up to the astral? Yep. Okay, so make me an sensing roll. Guys, I'm going to get eaten by a spirit. Two successes. Two successes? Uh, you kind of whip around trying to look to see, you know, what is that exactly that it's kind of pinging off of. Mm-hmm. And for a brief flash, you see an astral form fleeing from your apartment's uh, kind of uh, airspace, so to speak. Uh, Jesus. Uh, and it didn't leave any sort of signature or anything. No, it wasn't around long enough. Well, crap. Okay. Uh, then I know what I do. I will summon a Watcher Spirit once again. Okay, go for it. Just remember, you can also take um, like uh, instant successes by taking the number of dice you can roll mm-hmm. divided by four. And that's how many immediate successes you can do. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, now you do. But is that only when I'm not in combat? Yeah, basically, if it's not an opposed Mm roll, you can do that. Okay. So if it's something that you have, like, a significant dice pool for, it's kind of a quick way just to go, okay, I do it. Okay, then I would like to summon a Watcher Spirit. Uh, I'll do the thingy, which would be 4.5. I don't okay. know if now you I round for- up or down. Yeah, uh, you round down. Okay. I forget if Watchers actually handle summoning the same way as other I spirits. They stay one hour for each success. Right, right. But I'm just trying to remember if like they had the same drain test. Oh. I think they do. Let's go ahead and just do that. Okay. Um. And I believe the Watcher's Force limits how many hours it can stay. So how, how powerful of a Watcher? Uh, four hours. Four hours? Okay. One, two, three, four successes. Four successes? Okay. It takes away two, so it'll be around for two hours. It also glitched, so I'm not going to make you roll drain. So the kind of no, little... Mm-hmm. I thought that... My roll was the four that I was using. No, the force of the uh, the spirit caps. The, at the that. F- yeah, it caps at that. Gotcha, so gotcha. You roll four successes automatically. Mm-hmm. It only rolled two, mm-hmm. so it takes away two hours. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So, not um, making your roll drain, so... Uh, a little kind of parachute spider appears on your hand. Awesome. Um, uh, 
make notes of how many spirits pass near my home. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to take Oya, mm -hmm. put her in her cage, and we're going to go downtown to a coffee shop. Cool. Alrighty, so Tex, uh, you're kind of in rough shape. It's it was a rough night for you uh, last night. Uh, but you wake up to the lovely sensations of uh, uh, various painkillers. Yay! Uh, so, unfortunately, you are on a significant amount of painkillers, so much so that you technically have right now, um, you don't feel any of the negative effects of your wounds, but you've got six stun boxes. Okay. Just negative modifiers because it's just the amount of drugs you're on right now. That's fine. <laughs> I feel great. <laughs> now, uh, do you have any visitors? Um, that would depend. I don't know if, like, I would have, um, am I just waking up? Yeah, it's around uh, noon. It's about noon? Um, wow. Um, I'm going to send an email mm -hmm. out to TE. Uh, it's it's going to take me a while though because I'm have I'm pretty sure that I'm typing horribly wrong, so I keep erasing it and starting over. This would happen like three or four times. Um, but he's going to email TE and see how he was doing. Okay. Um, he's also. Um, going to shoot Val a text essentially going wow hospital drugs are amazing <laughs> nice okay cool, cool. Uh, other than that it, it's it's a whole lot of what's on TV I don't really care but we'll turn something on fair enough alright so you are messaging um your uh, those folks getting some time with uh getting some time with them just checking them out blah 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 yeah uh and waiting for responses so we're gonna kind of leave you there for now as you kind of veg out uh Jess hello what's Al up to this morning um well after we dropped um. After we checked on uh, texts and everything, um, I kind of went around last night making sure all of our hiding spots were still hidden and taken care of. Um, she pulled out some some um, some cred sticks, um, and she actually um, her conscience is a little guilty um, about something that has happened in the past. Um, I don't. Do you remember uh, Joby? Yep. Trying to kill the kid, and we put the the mother and the kid in the um in the protection zone. Yeah. Okay. Well, L wants to go and at least get the kid out. Okay. So she's... did they tell you where the protection zone was? Yeah. Okay. Well, in that case, you can go ahead and do that. Um, the place you're looking for is in the Barrens. Uh, it's a place called the junkyard. Yeah. Or car yards, rather. 
Right. So you're going to head there now? Yeah, she's on her bike. All right. So you go ahead and start driving off. Um, your new place is in, the, is in Redmond too, right? Yeah, she what? got middle class. Okay. Yeah, so you're not too, heading too crazy far off. Um, the one thing you do notice is uh, the extreme lack of go-gangers you're seeing. Uh, the party you guys broke up a couple of nights ago definitely has had an impact on the uh, biker scene inside of Redmond. So it might take them a little bit to recover. Uh, that said, you get pretty much to the car yards pretty quick. Yeah. It's, the place looks like a fortress. Right. It has huge cement walls surrounding it. Where there's not cement walls, there's piles of crushed cars, at least 20 cars high. This place, if, if you were to try to crawl through the, uh, the wires and, you know, uh, traps and such, because there are obvious traps there. Right. There's barbed wire run through all the cars. It's, it'd be a nightmare to try to crawl in. Right. Uh, at the entrance of the place is two kind of Mack trucks that just are kind of parked in front of it. Uh, as you approach, because there's really nothing else around here but this place, right? you see a uh, trio of orcs kind of waiting at the gate for you to uh, finish driving up. And she slows down. I mean, she's not going to barrel through them. Yeah. Um, she gets up there and she's like, I need to speak with Kane. King? What is it? King. I'm sorry, King. King. Yeah. King, don't speak to anybody for free. Let's see the color of your money. I have the credit checks for him. Let me rephrase. Give us money and we'll let you see him. I throw him a, I throw him a uh, credit check with like a hundred on it. He looks at it, flips it over. That'll do. Joe, move the truck. So one of the uh, orcs kind of grunts, uh, hops inside one of the mat trucks, starts her up, and backs it out of the way. Come on in. Thanks. You can leave the bike here by the gate. Don't it, worry. We'll it, take it, care of it. He lets out a big orcish uh, tusky grin. It better be all right, or when I get back, there's going to be hell to pay. Hmm. Sure, I'll sure. And so she just, she parks the bike off to the side where it's be safe, mm-hmm. grabs her bag, puts her bag on, and heads okay. in. So as you head past the uh, cars kind of guarding the entrance, uh, the corridor you're in is, it's best described as a killing zone. Uh, there's a number of flat cars on the left and right side with a guard or two up there on each side, each of them holding uh, some sort of assault weapon. You can't really make it out. Some... One looks like an assault rifle. You think the other one might be a little bit more powerful. Uh, they kind of eyeball you as you walk through to the kind of secondary gate, which is two large metal sheets that they let you through. Right. She smiles and waves as she goes. Mm-hmm. Once you step through the gates, the area you're looking at is desolate, and desolation would be nice. Uh, everybody here is... They're dirty, their clothes aren't really clean. Uh, There's this kind of overall air of despair. Uh, People move back and forth. You see people trading goods here and there. A lot of people eyeball you as you come in. Um, 
every now and then you see a group of kids running past. Uh, these people are frightened. They're in fear. They're they're definitely terrified. Right. Um, everybody, for the most part, seems to be avoiding this kind of central area that kind of dominates the entirety of the place. It's this large, what you would describe as a coliseum. There's any, is there any other structures that would dictate maybe where this guy King would be? There's all kind of little, like, kind of shants or shacks made out of, like, aluminum siding and things like that and uh, sheets of metal and hollowed out cars that people are living in. Yeah. Uh, really, the only thing you can define as a structure would be the uh, the kind of Coliseum thing and the set of cranes uh, that dot the car yards. There's basically three or four large cranes controlling like kind of a magnet kind of thing. And there's at least three or four crushers, and uh, two of them appear to be in operation. You can actually hear the sounds of one car being just crushed beyond uh, recognition. Okay, so she's going to head towards the Coliseum. Okay. So as you start heading in, you hear the sound and roar of a crowd. Uh, you kind of get to the edge of the Coliseum, the wire fence that kind of runs the gambit of it. Yeah. And in the heart of the area, you see a huge uh, green-furred troll uh, slamming a human against the ground. Uh, the crowd screams again in uh, applause, while a dwarf kind of runs behind and starts trying to shank the troll. Uh, the troll kind of backhands him and proceeds to uh, disembowel the human to a bit. Uh, the crowd screams again. No more one screams louder, though, than the extremely large orc uh, sitting up on the second row opposite you, looking down at the Coliseum. Uh, you look up at him, and you kind of see the uh, kind of glint of gold around the top of his head from the uh, golden mesh wire that's implanted in his skin. Uh, she's going to think that's probably King. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's going to make her way towards that area. Okay, I need you to make me a uh, stealth check. Stealth? Yeah, or perception. You can do either or. Why is she stealthing? She's walking just like anybody else would. Uh huh. Oh, particularly, like, you have stealth group, right? Yeah, I have the stealth. Okay. Just making sure it was stealth group. Two successes? Two successes. Okay. Uh, so you feel someone's hand inside your pocket. I spin around and catch their hand. Uh, it's a human about three feet taller than you. Uh, he's very thin lift, uh, and his hands, he's basically trying to yank his hand away from you. Let go! He screams. Does he have anything in his hand? Uh, well, his hand's still in your pocket. I squeeze tighter with my other hand. I put the narco jet to his chest. Uh -huh. I'm like, you will release whatever is in my pocket, and I will release your hand, and you'll walk away without any pain. Fine, fine, he says. You feel his hands, like, kind of relax. I slowly pull his hand out of my pocket to make sure he doesn't have anything. He doesn't. And I throw his hand to the side, and I'm like, now run. Fucking piece of... He screams, uh, kind of mutters, and then kind of heads off into the crowd. At this point in time, she changes... 
everything to a front central pocket that's like mm -hmm. right in front of her. Um, okay. Make sure that her bag is locked down because it's got her deck in it. Um, nice. Some other things. It's just she's locking that down and she's putting the narco jet um, back where it was hidden. <laughs> okay. So. All right. So you continue to make your way in uh, and start heading into the crowd towards King. Uh, Tabitha. So, what's Tabitha up to? Well, I'm back at my uh, back at my place. Um, if I recall, Tex is gonna crash at my place for a while. I believe that's what she said. Until he uh, can get a place of his own. So, what type of place you live in? What uh, lifestyle is it? Middle. It's middle. Middle lifestyle. So it's probably a nice place. Mm -hmm. Probably enough space for you to keep your car and uh, your drones. Actually, so... I keep. I have those in a separate low lifestyle location. Ah, okay. Well, in that case, let's say you live kind of in a apartment in downtown. Mm-hmm. Okay. Two bedroom flat. So you're just kind of getting the extra room ready for Tex? Getting the extra room ready, um, maybe going over some of my uh, weapon loot. Mm -hmm. You know what I don't know is what kind of car that was. I have a Eurocar a... Westwind 2000. Eurocar? It is a Eurocar Westwind 2000. It's like <laughs> a sleek, ultra-sharp, ultra-flat-to-the-ground luxury sports car. Yeah, it's like a German sports car. Okay. Yeah. You know. It's very nice. Kind of like Porsche. It's like a Porsche. Yeah. It's All the type right. of thing that if you, you expect that if you drive it around, people will try to steal it from you. Yeah, I'm wondering if... Uh, is that something that can be tweaked like my other car? Of course. So it can do my bidding? Of course. Okay. You'll have to uh, install a vehicle control rig. Uh, the one that's in there right now, it doesn't have that type of settings. Right. But that's not too expensive. You can actually buy those off the shelf and just manually install them. Okay. Is that what you want to do? Yes. Okay. Now, right. the, uh, mm -hmm. the other thing I don't know is exactly how much money I have. Um... I have notes. I've got some notes, but they're really... I know we had I had twenty thousand from the first job that I was in. Mm-hmm. But I have did I get money on the last job? You should have. I don't know why I didn't write it down. This last job you would have gotten eighty thousand, but I think you gave ten thousand towards I, yes. reconstructive surgery. That's right. Thank you for reminding me. To schedule and pay for. Yep. Okay. So yeah, so then it's ninety thousand you have. Um, if you're going to buy rigor adaptation, uh, that only costs you about 2800 Okay. So if you want to buy that, um, did you buy a, like, a vehicle shop or kit at all? I have a vehicle kit. Yeah, I do. Okay, I think you're actually going to need a shop to modify, uh, for adaptation. So if you have any contacts or buddies... Who can get you into a uh, shop, uh, or if you want to get one of your own, then you know you can do that to uh, be able to modify the vehicle on your own terms. I don't think I have any shop contacts. Okay. Yeah, you do. Oh, okay. 
you know a guy that knows a guy. Oh, okay. Um, wait a minute. So who said that? I didn't have my screen up. <laughs> that was Midas. Okay. Vinar, yeah. Yeah. You want to reach out to him and uh, see about getting yourself some space? Yes, I do. All right, so you load up your vidcom. Uh, Vinar, your uh, vidcom's beeping pretty early in the morning for it. Hello? Hey, Vinar? Who's this? It's, it's Tabitha. Tab. Oh, yeah. You, he, <laughs> through the vid screen, you can see like he's, he's squinting his eyes because he apparently just woke up. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm sorry to wake you, man. I um need a little favor if you can help me. Uh, what? I'm looking for some some uh, shop space for that uh, nice little car I got. I need to kind of tweak it out. Oh, hey, yeah, kind of. Yeah, I know a guy. He actually worked on my car that I just got of the same okay. kind. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, his his name's Joey Marciano. Joey Marciano. Marciano. Marciano, sorry. Okay, yeah. can um can I give him a call, or do you need to call him yourself? Uh, yeah, let me let me send him a a word. Give me give so, him a heads up. Yeah, so he knows that I referred you and that you're not just trying to name drop. He doesn't like that sort of stuff. So yeah, thank you. I'll let him know. Thank you very He'll, much. Yeah, you want me to just have him contact you? That would be perfect. All right, I'll do it. Click. Okay. So you're gonna reach out to uh, Joey for? Yeah, I'm assuming he's open. Yeah. I don't know how early in the morning this is. So what type of work is uh is she talking about doing? Um. No, no he's uh he's asking. Oh, okay. uh, Sorry. Oh, <laughs> uh, she, she likes to drive stuff with her mind. So, ah, ah, all right, all right, a little bit of rigor action. I can handle that. Yeah, uh, I get my. Sure I get a. How much she wants to try to do herself? I don't know if she even knows what she's doing or not. Oh, she needs workspace. She might. I'm not. A, she didn't tell me. She just said if I knew somebody, and well, I know you. I got um. That's the garage in the back. Like we can kind of fix up. It can handle uh. You know, kind of a you know sedan or something a little bit bigger. Uh, Nothing like she, a truck or anything. Um, uh, she she got a West Wind like me. That's why I automatically thought of you since you had just worked on one. So what? She needs to do the same thing we did to your West Wind. Uh, well, I would assume she'd probably need that considering it. She also recently acquired it through. Other... All right, all right. Well, I'm not giving her the same discount to give to you. Oh well, duh. All right. Yeah. Uh, let her know. I'll I'll be fine. I'll get the garage ready. Don't also give her bring the, it over tonight. Yeah, just could you also not give her the new person you never met ripoff price either? Yeah, I guess for you. That the, the middle ground, the middle ground price. Right, right, right. All right. Oh yeah, and uh, I'll be by to pay you that extra two thousand I owe you. Yeah, you better. <laughs> I'll be there. He chuckles. And talk to Fat Tony. Why don't you come over with her and uh. You can do a proper introduction. Oh, man, you're going to make me get up. I'm going to make you get up. That's right. All right, I'll get up. I'll let her know. 
Alright. Okay. So Dabby basically kind of sends you a ping, letting you know that, uh, yeah, he's going to uh, join up with you and, uh, you know, the two of you drive over. Okay. So, cool. Uh, so your guests should be waiting a little bit till tonight to do that. Anything else you want to do before then? Um, if I have this new car, I probably need to maybe get another drone or... That's a possibility. Get some get some stuff to put in this car, too. That makes sense to me. Um, let's so, see. So, um... Drones kind of run at different gamuts in terms of uh, legality and such. Uh-huh. Uh, surveillance and spotter drones are legal. Uh, they just cost a little bit. Uh, hunter and patrol drones are a little bit more expensive. And there are also, uh, you know, restricted material. Well, the in my other car, I have this. I have well, I already have a surveillance and a hunter drone for the other car. Mm-hmm. Although the hunter drone is the one that I can that can go anywhere, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah, I don't think the Euro car is actually going to be able to handle a drone launcher. Okay. Like you might be able to keep a drone in the back of it. Yeah. Um, Not much truck space. Yeah, I don't know if it's a little sport. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you only think okay. think slightly bigger than a Porsche. Uh, okay. Yeah. So you'd be thinking about that. Um, take a look at the book. See if there's anything that particular yeah. uh, jumps out at you. Uh, Midas. Yes. So after you kind of handle your uh, early morning surprise calls, uh, what's her name? Uh, Christina kind of taps you on the shoulder. So who's that? Uh, that was uh, Rigor. Is that the uh, the driver from the other night? Yeah, yeah, that was her. All right. So how things go? Uh, good. Got paid. That's always a plus. That is always a plus. Have you talked to uh, Tony yet, though? That's what I was going to do after I actually woke up, but I guess I'll do it now. <laughs> it's past noon already, huh? Uh, I'm late night. Making uh, Excuses, excuses. Come on, get up. She throws a pillow at you and heads out of the bedroom. Right. He's going to go up and get a shower, wash off. Put on something nice to go meet Fat Tony. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, since you don't have a name yet for your little group... Well, I, uh, I put in the thing to just call them uh, the, the Scarpacci family. Scarpacci. Fat Tony's the head of racketeering, and that's the big thing for the mafia is racketeering. Or not racketeering, sorry. That's No, he's the head of protection, but that's close enough. Okay. And there's two Scarpaccis in the in the group, so and there'll probably be a third because I need to make a prostitution guy. Fair enough. Okay, so you head over to uh, Tony's place. It's kind of an old warehouse. Um, The particular front of the place is built as kind of a kind of a printing press that handles a printing of uh, interactive pamphlets for a drinking machine vending company. Uh, so most of the kind of, uh, you know, legitimate workers are up there just kind of handling the printing when you come in. Not do a couple of them. I'm sure I've, they've seen me before. Mm-hmm. They not. Hand on up to Tony's office. Okay. So Antonio's just kind of sitting there looking over some data sheets. Uh, he kind of points to a few uh, housing uh, and nods to um, one of the uh, soldiers he has there. 
tonight those two guys they begin with some shit you know the drill and the soldier kind of nods Vinar, Tony says as you come in hey, how you doing how things been I haven't seen you all week Good, yeah, I want to apologize for that. I had a side job that ran a lot longer than I expected. But I wanted to... Side job? Are you running? No, God, no. I mean, Come on, but... you could okay. tell me. Maybe a little. All right, that's all right. We don't we don't frown at little side jobs, so, so long as you know it doesn't interfere with what we do. Oh, no, no, definitely not, no. So what can I help you with this morning? Well, I wanted to check in obviously because it'd been a week and uh, i didn't expect that to to happen but that's uh, all right it's all right uh, things are going okay you know uh nose and uh, fingers and working pretty good together i've been looking a little bit area on the docks uh, i've been thinking about getting ourselves a little warehouse uh having a little bit of trouble with the the vlads over there but you know those guys always are a problem yeah yeah so but yeah, otherwise it's been pretty quiet Oh yeah, I wanted to see if uh, if you needed me for anything, and I also wanted to talk if you had maybe a there was some way I could uh, expand upon the housing y'all got me. Well, for now we're gonna kind of keep you there. We gotta keep that place as a little bit of a safe house for now, and keeping you safe. Uh, that said, um, I don't know. We're thinking about some real estate. We're looking at some other houses uh, over in the uh, Bellevue area, actually. Tell you what, there's um, this is one real estate lady. She was gonna show me a place. How about you go over in my place and check it out, see if it's something worth investing in for us. Uh, I can do that. Sounds good. Uh, he hands you a business card. Should uh, should I should I take my girl? Cause you know I'm not that great with the face to face. Chris, uh, Christina, yeah, go ahead. She'll be fine. Yeah, we this. I mean, because does she know why we're investing in it, who we are? Hmm, not necessarily. So so we could easily play the, hey, we're a nice couple looking for a nice place game. Yeah, of course. Okay. Just making sure I don't say anything that doesn't need to be said. You know the drill. So, yeah. how things been, by the way? How's the old noggin? Uh, still don't remember nothing, but, mm -hmm. yeah. I've met a met an elf she she tried to swing me otherwise but i knew better an elf huh you be careful about those pony ears i know i i stayed away from her i yeah she yeah just no no we're just not gonna go there all right well you get out of here go ahead and get to that meeting all right yeah let me let me know if you need something i mean mm -hmm. family first no problem all right so back to andrew Back to me. So, Andrew, you were heading to a coffee shop. Any particular thing you were doing? Um, I will call up Freya to see if she'll be interested in meeting me at the coffee shop. Oh. Uh, Grace. Oh, I'd be happy to. Nice to kind of stretch my legs after the last few days. Excellent. Okay, so uh, she kind of meets you there. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's pretty much coming up as uh, there as soon as you're arriving. She's wearing this kind of, like... It's it's obviously kind of a mage-based attire, kind of a robe type of thing, but it's not quite like a spring outfit, but not as like heavy as a, uh, as you'd expect for this weather. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Uh, she kind of uh, greets you, kind of uh, uh, tries to give you a hug. Uh, first things first, will the... Uh... Oh, wait, we haven't got in yet, right? No. Okay, so I'm... I'm awkwardly carrying the uh, the birdcage, and I'll give her an, a one-armed hug. It's okay. Her hug's a friendly hug anyway. It's not too warm, just friendly. <laughs> what you got there? Ah, uh, this is Oya. Oya. She kind of... Is, is the cage covered? Um, it is covered, yep. Okay. Can I take a peek on him? Sure. Okay, she kind of pulls back the thing. Uh, the bird kind of makes kind of a squawk sound. Ah, hello, Oya. Oh, he's a Merlin hawk. Yep. Oh my, I haven't seen one of these in years. Yeah, it was a uh, kind of a beast to to purchase. <laughs> I've been training him by hand. Have you? Uh, Oya, you must have been giving Gray a hell of a time. Yeah, Let's well. head in. So, the cafe you particularly chosen is kind of a open-air cafe. There's a little bit of an inside area when it gets too musty. Mm-hmm. But most of the tables are kind of, like, on the street. Okay. Um, and they aren't <laughs> going to give me trouble by, about having my bird. It's not the weirdest thing there. Okay. Oh, God. It, it's it's Seattle downtown life, you know? it's You have people with all kinds of tattoos, implants, and magical symbols that are glowing, you know? Yeah. So somebody having a Merlin hawk in a cage is not that crazy. Okay. Um... Okay. Uh, Freya, I wanted to speak to you regarding magical training. Hmm. Aren't you a shaman, though? Yes. Well, I mean, I'm sure there are, you know, universal concepts between everything that we do, but I don't know if I can give you everything you need. Well, there's that, and perhaps, uh, given your uh, significant power, uh, perhaps that is also commensurate in your uh, amount of contacts. Perhaps you might know someone who is more keeping in my own tradition. Hmm. I might know a few people. I'll have to reach out to them ahead of time. Um, But yeah, sure, sure. I know a few people who might be able to help you out. Excellent. So I take it you haven't been able to make too many routes in the area yet. Well, I'm not sure if you were familiar with me. Uh, uh, I've heard some things. Well, many things are true. Uh, unfortunately, that makes it difficult for me to make particular inroads. She kind of nods. Yeah. I understand that we are kind of the children of our past selves. Yeah, well... One tries to change. Uh, it's a, a matter thing. of everyone else. It's a matter of everyone else recognizes that that is the case. It's a good mindset to have. I mean, I'll be honest. It was when I first woke up to the magic, at least the higher levels of it. It was. It came down to destroying myself to be able to rebuild myself as I am now. She kind of smiles over a cup of coffee. But yeah, I built myself almost the same, so it's okay. Almost the same? Almost. There's. She kind of looks thoughtfully off into the distance. Some things have to change when you open yourself up to the wider world. 
Sure. So it is so you know this is I understand that many magicians, many of those who are awakened to the power, simply seek for more power for its own sake. Uh, I don't know how much you know in the particulars about me, but I seek my power to rebuild my tribe. So any help that you can give me uh, in reaching that goal, I would consider it a personal favor. And of course, I would be happy to provide you with uh, uh, currency remuneration. Hmm. She kind of uh, twerks her lips a little bit. It's always not about money. It does grease the wheels, though. Nah, that it does. That it does. So the two of you kind of continue talking about uh, different things and sure. magic and such and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, she definitely agrees that she will be uh, reaching out to her contacts for you and finding you somebody who might be able to help you out in the area. Okay. So, cool. Anything else you want to particularly touch on? Uh, I will see if the Merlin Hawk will take a cookie. Uh, it totally takes a cookie. Sweet. <laughs> she is totally giddy about that. <laughs> so, cool. All right. All right, Tex. Uh? So your meds are still kind of Hitting you, but they wore off a little bit. Go ahead and take away three stun boxes. Yay! Oh, the headache. It's not really a headache, but it would be a headache if I could feel it. Mm-hmm. So you got a uh, reply back from Teehee. Yeah, how's he doing? Uh, it's kind of a voice comment, basically saying, uh, you know, he's really happy. Uh, he's back. Uh, Erlen met with him on Tuesday, and they moved him to a new apartment within a... Uh, corporate enclave they're putting together so you know he actually lives like a few houses away from Erlen and you know he's really happy about that and you know he's kind of really sad to hear about what happened with Junior and he kind of has a feeling he knows what happens and who happened to him but he's like you know kind of not too sad sounding when he talks about it I'm like well you know if you can get uh... it's a voice message then <laughs> oh no no I'm a uh... No, I'm, I'm compiling one back to him. Okay, well, let me go through the text message first. Okay. <laughs> so, um, basically saying that, you know, he'd be happy to uh, hang out sometime. Um, you know, he's wondering what, if you ever played some of the Advanced Monster Hunter games. He's got a really good one. <laughs> uh, and that, you know, he'll be happy to help out. Okay, um, I'm going to compile a voice message back. Saying, you know, hey, you know, glad to hear about the new place. You know, always nice to be close to your friends, um, especially people who look after you. Um, you know, little heads up on Junior. Um, if you're looking for the schematics on those chips, we got y'all back. Um, just as a friendly heads up, they're on Junior's computer. Mm-hmm. What did he knew that? Well, I didn't know if he knew that. Yeah, he said he said that to Tex. That uh, that the only copy was on uh. Yeah. Shush you. He doesn't remember properly. Right. <laughs> now with these freaking drugs, I'm like, yeah, just a little reminder. Junior still got a copy of the chips. Mm-hmm. Um. So, cool. 
So uh, just just give you a heads up. I'm I'm in the hospital right now, having um, a bad day. So nice. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Click. Okay. Cool. Um, at that point, I'm gonna call for a nurse. Okay. So this young pale kind of a uh, human nurse comes in. What's your character's last name? Tex. The, no, it, it's Tex. And just that's text? it, unless it's under my real name. No, he would have just put it under your street name. Okay. Yeah. It's just... uh, Mr. Tex, what can I do for you, sir? I need to schedule some reconstructive surgery. Oh, enhancement? Um, possibly. Um, I'd like to talk to a doctor about that. I can arrange for one, but I need to know the nature so I can get you the right doctor. Um, well, one, he just kind of looks at his bandaged up, you know, half a boob chest. Actually, a lot of that's been restored already. These, they had to see you under some really good medication and, uh, surgery procedures. Uh-huh. Uh, they've already got a graft on there. Holy crap. Okay. Yeah. It's going to be all scarred and messed up. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that is what messed up, but. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm going to, uh, one, I want to get the scars that this is going to leave taken care of. And I'd like to go ahead and talk to the doctor about that. Um, also, y'all don't happen to do cyberware here, do you? Uh, we don't do augmentation here, uh, but our sister clinic does. Your sister clinic? Oh, mm -hmm. what's the name of your sister clinic? He gives you the name. I don't have it off the top of my head. <laughs> He's like, uh, all right, um, well, yeah, I, I want to go ahead and get the the scars taken care of. I know they're going to leave them. Of course, I can talk to a cosmetic surgeon. Thank you, sweetheart. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. um, as I, far I, as implantation, um, you'll have to talk about that. I can arrange for uh, uh, one of our doctors from our implant uh, clinic to come in, uh, but they won't clear you for any type of surgery at all uh, until you're recovered. Yeah. No, no, no. That, that's completely understandable. But it's one of those things that I would like to go ahead and arrange. I'm cleared. Of course. Yeah, if you can go ahead and make that meeting, that would, that would be great. Okay. Alright. All right, so she kind of checks on your vitals while she's doing, uh, you guys are talking and make sure you know, your uh, pain relievers, you know, tipped off, so add those three stun boxes back. Oh, goddamn. Hey. <laughs> okay, so she kind of heads off. So, Jess. Yeah. So you're approaching King. He's yeah. not even looking at you yet. He's just kind of watching the fight. It looks like a separate set of gladiators have kind of stepped in and have started trying to take on the troll. Right. He kind of glares and chuckles again. So I'm assuming he has security around him. Uh, no, not really. There's a uh, there's people around him, but no one who you classify as security. Right. Uh, the thing is, most people are giving him a good like two or three meter berth. Uh, nobody's really coming near what would you best describe as his throne. I see. All right. So she's, we'll say she steps five feet away, to his right. Mm-hmm. Because you don't want to be right up on top of him. What do you want, little one? He says, not even taking his eyes off the game. 
I need to uh, need to buy a child out of here that was placed in here earlier. Child, huh? You have to be more specific which one. His name is Cody. Came in with a mother called uh, um, Brennan. Brennan, Brennan, Cody. Yeah, yeah, she's trouble. The kid. You want just the kid, not the couple? Yeah, I want just the kid. Huh. Well, if you can convince her to give it up, I'll let him go for 10k. Usually, isn't it 5k to pull someone out? Yeah, but she's been in a lot of trouble. I apologize for her being a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. Is what it is. Anyway. I'll give you the 10. Ooh, go! He screams at the match. She's not phased. She's had all sorts of shit happen to her last couple of weeks. Wait. So she's like, I I'll give you the 10 if you can have somebody show me where she's at. And then I'll... Yeah, no problem. Go ahead, slide it with the... Uh... Uh, go ahead, slide off the ringmaster. He'll take care of it for you. He kind of points towards a guy near uh, one of the sides of the gladiator thing. Yeah. You see this kind of pudgy man in the green scarf? Just kind of like... He's as unkempt as everybody else, but he just... It looks like he's eating better than everybody else, though. Right. And again, King also looks like he's eating better than everybody else. No kidding. Yeah. Well, I go to the ringmaster. All right. Hey, kid. Hey. You want to fight? Maybe oh. guns? Maybe knives? No, hell no. Um, I need uh, Bernadine and Cody. Oh, oh. So what did King say for the price? Ten. Ten? Yeah. For both? Yeah. Really? Okay, well, I'll ask him about it, but slide it right here. And he points to kind of a really kind of worn, crappy-looking credstick reader. Yeah. I passed 10 over. Okay. Thank you very much. He kind of snaps his finger and two guards kind of appear out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Take her to that elf bitch. And her brat. They kind of nod and head off, uh, leaving you just enough space to try to follow them through the crowd. That's fine. The elf keeps up. Okay. So they take you uh, out of the Coliseum and towards one of the side areas of the kind of yard. Yeah. Uh, there's a bunch of... Sh this is best... This is literal the definition of a shanty town. Right. Okay, there is metal sheeting housing everywhere. Uh-huh. Uh, and inside one of them, they kind of lead you to... You hear a baby crying. Okay. I'm looking they kind of point box. to that one. Is that where she's at? That's the one. Okay. And you guys are going to walk me out to the front gate, right? Yeah, okay. Alright. So I go over the shanty. Um, uh -huh. Knock on it for a second. What do you want? I need to talk to you for a second. Is that... Said, how do you want, she said, as she uh, opens the door and see, looks at you. Come to see how you're doing. No thanks to you, alive. So, this place he's in, um, there's no lighting per se in here, uh, except for a single white bright light in the top of the, uh, the shanty. Right. 
Right. You kind of realize it's a water bottle. Mm-hmm. That's kind of giving off a lot of the light from the sunlight reflecting on it. Right. Uh, the room's a mess. There's rags and canned food over the place. Um, most of the canned food lies open and rotting. Right. Uh, Cody's bundled up in a number of rags, uh, kind of like in the corner of the room, uh, openly crying. I go over and I go pick him up. Uh, she is blocking your path. I what do you think you're doing? I'm going to go check on your son. You do no such thing. Do you want to be shot? She kind of uh, takes a step back. Not enough to give you room, but she reaches down to uh, her what kind of makeshift belt she has and pulls out a shiv. Do you want to be stabbed? I just paid for you and your son to get out of here. You want to keep talking shit to me? Or I will shoot you and leave you here. You, you paid for us to get out? Yes, I did. She kind of looks back and forth. Oh, thank you. She starts uh, head, head into the thing, kind of leaving you a space in, as she starts grabbing some things and shoving them into her canvas bag. I, I go and pick up the baby and see how the baby's doing. He's uh, not so well. His cheeks, cheeks are a little gaunt. He doesn't quite have the pudginess he had a few uh, weeks ago when you last saw him. Uh, he's probably could use a good session for nurse. Okay. How does she look? Uh, she looks about the same. Uh, you know, definitely could use food. Uh, a little dehydrated. Not in great shape. Okay. So, she's going to hold the baby to her chest uh-huh. and pull out her narco gun, but she hasn't turned around yet. Okay. Um, and just over her shoulder, she's like, so what are you going to do when you get out of here? I, I, I don't even know. I don't... Just anywhere but here. Just Okay, but you need to answer me. You're not going to go and try to get money from that. I, I just don't care. I just want to get out of here. No, I just can't... don't care. I don't know what I'm going to do. I just have to leave here. Are you going to go after that guy? I don't care. She just screams at you. I don't know. She just She's just on the verge of a breakdown right now. You're not going to get a clear answer out of her. L is at a dilemma point. I, I will tell the. I, I will tell everyone. L is either about to shoot her or save her because she's worried that this woman is going to go and get herself and Cody killed again. Um, and. Elle's just not having it. She'd rather save the kid than, than the mother, honestly. Um, so Elle is trying to decide whether she wants to kill, wants to narco-jet the woman and leave her here. Okay. Damn, I rolled two evens. Ah, <laughs> uh, that sucks. Um, Elle looks at her and turns around and has her narco gun out. And is pointing it right at her. She's like, you have a choice. And this is the only time that I will give it to you. And you'll answer me straight. Are you going to get money from that guy ever again? She just kind of shakes her head. 
breathing heavily looking at you. Is that a no or a yes? No. Because if you do, I'll find you and put you back in here. Fine, fine. For them to keep you. You got it? Fine. Out the door. She heads out the door, uh, dragging her canvas back after her. What all did she put in her canvas bag? Uh, you weren't looking. You were looking at the kid. Okay. Um, Elle's got the narco jet where she can easily reach it, but she's more concerned about hanging onto the baby gently. Uh-huh. Um, and she walks outside. Okay. So the two guards are still kind of waiting there. I'm like, okay, guys, we need to go to the front gate. Sure, sure. So you started off to the front gate. Um, right when you're like right inside of it, a good maybe five meters away, mm-hmm. you hear a voice yell, "Hey, hold it! Stop them!" I stop because I'm not looking for any trouble. So the uh, ringmaster comes running up. He's got like three guards with him. Hold it! I talked to King. Yeah. He didn't say 10k for the two. What did he, he said? 10k for the one. Really. Uh, at this point, the woman's like, what? What do you mean? You're not taking my son. I only had 10k. You're not taking my son. She screams at you and starts jumping at you. I move out of the way. Initiative. Oh, damn it. Fucking initiative. That was, that was, I just that like was... called it. I fucking called it. She wouldn't have been such a pain in the ass to them. This wouldn't happen. Honestly. You hadn't have stuffed her in the junkyard. She deserved it. The kid didn't. The kid didn't deserve it. She did. Stuffed her then. Uh, I've got a 10 altogether. Nice. Okay. You can go first. Okay, so she uh, she moves out of the way and brings okay. her narco jet up. Okay, in order for you to pull your narco jet, jet up, I'm going to need you to uh, first. It's going to take a simple action instead of a quick uh, uh, free action. Yeah. Because you're trying to balance the child. Right. And I need you to roll a weapons check. Okay. Uh, or a athletics check to see if you can uh, steady the gun and hold the child at the same time if you glitch yeah you are dropping one or the other if you okay. critically glitch you are dropping both all right all right um she drops the narco jet oh gosh <laughs> uh she's so you dropped drop one the child she's not gonna yeah drop the here's the thing how bad did you glitch oh um only one only one? Okay. Then yeah. I'm rolling die. Okay. If I glitch, it's the kit. If it's anything else, it's the gun. Okay. It's the gun. Okay. So, okay, you drop your gun. Uh, you still have another simple action. I go look at the guards going, I want the child, not her. Okay. All right. Next tick, it is her turn. Uh, she's attacking you. Okay. So she's trying to grab the child from you. She's rolling her unarmed against you. That is two successes on her end. 
you can roll unarmed. You have a minus two because you're trying to balance the child. Right. Um, I have the athletic skill group. Okay, but do you have unarmed? Yes, I have unarmed. You need to roll unarmed. Okay. Just checking. An unarmed and... Uh, agility. agility. Minus two. Minus two. Okay. Three successes. Nice. Barely over hers. Uh, she's fighting. She's all over on top of you. Uh, you basically kind of dodge back and forth, sheltering the child uh, right. underneath your chest. Uh, at this point, it is now the guard's turn. Uh, the two guards with you jump up to grab her. Uh, one of them fails horribly at it. The other one does much better, except he criticaled. No, no, he's one away from critically. Okay, good for him. Uh, he got three successes, so she's trying to resolve to resist him. Minus one for already being unarmed. Uh, so, no. Uh, he manages to grab her off of you. All right. Uh, so, yeah, she's off of you. Um, it is now your tick again. All right. Um, getting my gun off the ground. Okay, I need you to roll an athletics check to see if you can grab it and balance the child. Three successes. Okay, that's enough. You grab the gun off the ground. You got another uh, turn left. I'm stepping back away from her. Are you just stepping back or you're going to the gate? I'm going to the gate. Okay, you start heading to the gate. Okay, at this point she tries to free herself from the guards. Uh, one success. Guard tries to fight her back. He got four successes. He holds on to her. Uh, at this point, combat's over as she screams out, You're stealing my child! Uh, everybody in the junkyard is staring at this. That's fine. They can, they can stare at me. Okay. Good. Uh, Go ahead and skate. I need you to roll a dodge check if you have it. If not, you need to roll just a reaction. Uh, I have dodge. Okay. Woo! One, two, three. Made it by one. Three successes? You no, said? I, I got, I've got one without ones. So, I got one once don't once don't take away successes. Oh, okay, then three. Three successes, okay. It, the only time uh, failure matters from ones yeah. is if you don't get any successes. Oh, no. If you have half of your dice rolls or ones yeah. uh, versus your entire pool, that's a glitch, but it's not a failure. Okay. A glitch just means you have a consequence for not succeeding properly, basically. Right. So, okay, three successes, okay. Uh, you managed to dodge the cans and rocks being pelted your way. As uh, the car yard starts erupting in violence, uh, as people apparently object to your action, uh, you manage to run out of the gate in time, though, uh, as people continue to start pelting you and the baby with rocks and other debris. Uh, a couple of rounds of gunfire go up in the air, and people start dispersing as one of the uh, gate guards kind of just shoots uh, around, kind of to scare people. Right. Um, Elle will take any damage. Like, she's hardcore sheltering the child. 
Uh-huh. So, any damage? Well, you managed, you managed to dodge uh, the, okay. the cans and rocks coming your way. So at this point, you are past the gate. Uh, you hear the sound of people screaming and running. Right. Uh, but most importantly, echoing in your head is the screams of the woman uh, yelling about her baby. Well, the, the here's the funny thing. Elle isn't really taking those to heart, and I'll tell you why. Because she was going to kill her son anyway because she was being so greedy. Mm-hmm. All right? Um, and so Elle doesn't see as what she's doing is wrong. Okay. All right? She's going to make sure the child grows up and has a good life. Okay. No problem. So, so. man, okay. steal memories and babies. <laughs> Fuck, fucking elves. So, uh. <laughs> so at this point, you kind of head off, uh, get on the bike, and kind of secure the kid in the backside, uh, uh, reasonably, and drive off. Right. Um, nice. she's heading to an actual uh hospital. Right. Okay. At this point, we're gonna move on to Tabitha. Tabitha. Okay. So, um, you still have a bit to go before Midas is ready to bring you over to the uh, car shop. Is there anything you want to do ahead of time before then? Um, I was looking up a couple things to buy, but I don't really, with that kind of car, I don't know what I can use. It varies. Uh, you know, the thing is, what the limiter for, um installation of weapons and things like that mm-hmm. is really based on the vehicle's body. I think it's something like for every, like... I don't really know how it is in 4th edition. I remember in earlier editions, it was like number of body points limit how many weapons you had. But your car, Westworld's got like 10 points of body, so... It's half now. Yeah. Okay. So that's basically how many weapons you can have on it. Basically, well, for every two it... points of body the vehicle has... Uh, is another okay. weapon you could get implanted onto it. Or and it's got device. ten points? Yep, so basically five items. Okay. In that case, I need to figure out what is not gigantic. Eh, it varies. Um, That's such an old-school Westwind 2000 that might have just linked. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking at some other pictures, too. It's like um, a first edition Westwind. Yeah. I think it may actually be the first edition of Westwind picture. I think you might be right, actually. What I don't have, and I don't know if I need one, do I need a remote control deck? Uh, you should have a remote control deck. I don't have it on my list, unless it's part uh, of something else. Then, yeah, you need one. Otherwise, yeah. you can't actually access your drones. Retcon. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, you want to go ahead and kind of head to a mall, buy one of those? Yes, I do. <laughs> okay. Well, they're not exactly illegal, so, you know. Okay, so I need the remote control rig. And then there was also the other things I was looking up while it wasn't my turn and trying to figure out. Remote adaptation and rigor ab- adaptation. So rigor adaptation is what you can use to plug into a vehicle and fill it out and kind of use it like that. Uh, remote adaptation is what you put into a vehicle to allow yourself to pilot it while you're not directly linked into it. So like drones by default have remote adaptation, but mm-hmm. any vehicle can be implanted with remote adaptation too. 
cost you okay. 10,000. What was that? Be 10,000 to do yeah. remote annotation. 2,800 to just do rigor. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, any vehicle you're going to want to have rigor adaptation at least. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you want to be able to drive from before, yeah, remote. Yeah. Um, uh, Lana, just to give you a heads up. Yeah. Uh, Texas, um, Texas Harley that he has um, has rigor adaptation and remote adaptation. To give you an idea. Now, since I have, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, because that—that's how Tex got his bike from right. the, uh, the quick stitch shop to the hospital. Was he—he he remote drove it. Yep. So two vehicles. I should get two remotes. Yeah. Okay. And I believe your police cruiser. Would it already have one? Uh, I don't remember if it did. I remember the name of the, your police cruiser. It's the Nissan Patrol. Yeah, Nissan yeah. Patrol 1, which I believe comes with at least rigor. Let me check. Yeah. Nope. Does not have remote adaptation. Okay, so I need a remote ad adaptation for both vehicles. Mm -hmm. I need a remote control deck. For both vehicles? Uh, no, no. Just remote the one? control okay. deck. Um, its rating determines the number of subscribers you can have to it. Okay. Yeah. Just like um, right now, my deck. I have a rating one deck, so I can only either control my um my surveillance drone or my uh, motorcycle. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because so. my. I do have a rigor adaptation for the drone. Yeah, drones automatically have rigor okay. and remote adaptation. Okay. Um, That's kind of their nature. All shucks. <laughs> all right, so the remote adaptation is 10,000 each? Yes, because both vehicles have a 10,000 implant. Okay. Uh, you'll need to do a um, repair check, which is what you'll be doing later tonight. To see how long it takes you to implant those. Okay. What about the remote control deck? How much is that going to... Uh, remote control deck is rating times 5,000. So basically, the rating of the deck limits how many things can be subscribed at a time. So if you want to be able to jump between your two cars and your two drones, you'll need at least rating four. I suggest okay. actually getting uh, a rating five or six if possible, if you can afford it. Simply because you're already looking at buying at least another drone. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, I would go for the six just so you you won't have to buy a whole new deck later when you decide to buy yet more drones. Okay, yep. so that's 30000 I still have enough for that. Mm -hmm. uh, 30000 plus the two 10000 so 50000 And yeah. then the 2800 for the uh, regular adaptation. So with the money I started with and the two jobs, whoops, plus this, minus. You have a little bit less than 40000 to work with in terms of negotiating how much to use that space for. Okay, is that good? Yeah, that's plenty of space. Okay. Plus you have money left over to still pay rent. Yay! <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> I forgot about rent. Mm -hmm. Well, you guys are on your last freebie month for the beginning of the campaign. So starting in gameplay April, yeah. <laughs> Sucker, you gotta pay rent. 
Okay, I think I think I will stop with this, mm-hmm. and then maybe after the next job, think about because I have pl- I have I have the drones, I have my regular weapons. Mm-hmm. After the next job and how much money I have, I'll think about putting weapons on the, the, <coughs> the wind. Nice. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Midas. Yep. So you and Christina head over to uh, the Bellevue area. Uh, you're actually in a rather nice neighborhood. It's not a, not exactly super gated, but it is a minorly gated area. Uh, the pingback you got from sending a message to the real estate agent uh, said a Miss Dorothy Calm will be meeting you. All right. Big Calm. Mm-hmm. C A L M. All right. So cool. So the apartment you guys reach is um, it's definitely a nice looking home. It's uh, basically kind of um. Not exactly what you would call a colonial house, uh, but definitely has the kind of upbeat, hey, that might be actual, like, you know, wood in there on the uh, banisters of the kind of patio in front of it. Real wood? Mm-hmm. Not I even press that. board. <laughs> uh, so, as you arrive, there's already kind of a Toyota Elite in the driveway. And a woman standing uh, next to it as you drive up. I assume you're driving the Eurocar. Oh, of course. Yeah, duh. Okay. She's got feet on her feet. Nice. Bitch. <laughs> uh, so she kind of uh, jumps out. She's wearing this kind of a... Uh, well, sorry, she's already standing out there. This kind of a uh, light blue kind of dress. Uh, almost a spring thing. Uh, and then kind of uh, greet you as you approach. Uh, what was your character's last name? She doesn't have one. Well, yeah, but what did you tell her? Oh, uh... I don't know. It's Blah. Scarpacci? Uh, how do you say it? Scarpacci? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mr. Uh It's a pleasure to meet you, and you're, uh... kind of leaves the space empty uh, for you to fill in the blank. Uh, it's my girlfriend, Christina. Ah, uh, pleasure to meet you, Christina. Christina kind of smiles. So, uh, per uh, my conversation with your uh, uncle, father, friend? Uh, he's my uncle. Okay. Uh, per our conversation with your uncle, um, this is the rental property you guys were looking at acquiring. Uh, the current owner of the place is looking to sell the establishment. Uh, they're uh, moving up and up in the world, so to speak. She kind of smiles as if she made a joke that only she gets. Yeah, because you don't really get much up <laughs> to Bellevue. Yeah. So, she kind of opens the door to let you in. Um, it's a thumbprint entrance place. Uh, she kind of like holds the door open for you. There's no door handle at all. Just kind of pushed open once the uh, thumbprint was read. Right. Please step inside. He, he motions Christine to go in first. I'll see okay. Babies first, and then fathers behind. Okay, so uh, she starts showing you the place around. Uh, do you have any real estate knowledge at all? 
God, no. That's why I brought my girlfriend. Okay. Do you have any area knowledge at all? I have area knowledge of Seattle, yes. Okay, go ahead and roll. Uh, I think we got my dice done. It warmed the dice up. They may still think that it's red dwarf and after we'll know. <laughs> uh, yeah, they still think it's red dwarf as out of seven dice, I rolled five ones. Wow. Yeah, this place is like Ritz and it's worth a hell of a lot of money and you're not sure how, to how Pat Tony's going to be able to afford this place. It is awful. <laughs> I rolled five fucking ones. Yeah. <laughs> It's not so, basically, what it comes down to is, I uh, she talks like way too fucking high. Yeah. So what this comes down to is, since you get no successes, uh, and critically glitched, uh, that's going to double her successes. Uh, basically, what's going to come down to is, if you tell Tony to buy this place, he's going to pay way too much for it, based on your recommendation, <laughs> and he's going to be upset about it. <laughs> but. It is a very good place. Uh, you could definitely see, uh, like, you know, any high rollers that come from out of town would love to stay in this place. Uh, hell, you wouldn't mind staying at this place, although you know you're going to be paying arm and leg to Tony to live here. At which point, Christina says, you know, this is a very nice place, Venara. I could see us staying here. She says, smiling at you. Uh, a very deep smile. Uh, uh, this place has got to be expensive. He, he lowers his voice. This place is going to cost a fortune. Of course. Well, you wouldn't want me to live in anywhere else, uh, anywhere, uh, else would you? Yeah. You know they don't pay me that well. I'm still kind of low on the totem pole. Uh, you're running on the side. Besides, I'm sure Tony will bankroll you. What? They already paid for the one apartment? Yeah, but we can handle that with somebody else. Get it. Trust me. Tony will thank you. Can't afford this. Do you know how much this place has to cost? Get it, she says was, a little bit more insistently. That was Tony will thank you. That was real wood back there. I know. I haven't seen real wood ever. <laughs> <laughs> I can remember. So Christina turns to Mrs. Calm. We'll take it. <laughs> yeah, you got yeah. So cool. All right. So after your little real estate escapade, uh, basically uh, Tony definitely gets notice uh, to uh, the group's lawyer, and they start looking over things with you. Uh, it's getting a little bit closer towards your meeting time, so in a little bit you guys will be heading off to the mechanics. Uh, so, Andrew. Yes. So you and uh, Freya kind of finish up. Uh, she kind of heads off. Anything you want to do tonight? Um, I would like to follow up with the Watch Spirit. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess I'll I'll drive back to the house, uh, to the apartment, and uh, stay maybe like a block away. Kind of call the the spirit over to me. Find it out. It comes, comes fluttering by. I saw many. Many? Many. More than one? 
much more. They all looked. They came and looked. They watched. They all had legs, like us. It kind of waves its little kind of spirity glowy legs up at you. Mm-hmm. Like us. Like, GM, is it waving its spidery legs? Yes. It's or waving spirity its, legs? It's waving its kind of spidery legs at you. Uh, God damn it. Spider, keep your cats on you. Out of character. Fuck. In character. It's hmm. <laughs> very strange. All right. Thank you. And I will. I guess I can't really dismiss it as a shaman, can I? You can. I will dismiss it. Basically, you release it and it kind of just goes back to wherever it comes from. Okay. So, cool. So the watcher kind of dissipates a bit. Okay. Um, I will. Socks. Who's checking up on me? Um. I will. Yeah, this sucks. I'm going to <laughs> summon an actual uh, spirit of the hearth. Okay. Um, force rating. This is serious business. Uh, like, are you in your home now? Did you go back into your house? Yeah, I'm walking back to the house. Okay. Um, and then once I get there, I'll summon the spirit of the hearth because it's my house. Yeah. Um, and I will summon it at four six. Okay. successes uh, it matched to you uh, the spirit kind of like starts to listen to you and starts coming but seems to get distracted and just zips out of there damn it uh, so roll your drain yeah yeah so you're looking at drain of two by the way because it's minimum drain uh, all the successes all of them Every single one. No, it's six successes. Six successes? Awesome. That's all you needed then. All right. I'm going to try. Can I summon another one? Try? You could try, yeah. yeah. Try the only summon. risk is that you get you know, drained every time. Four, six. <sighs> Three successes. That's one more than it had. Yes. So you get one favor from it. Uh, drain value of four. One favor. So as you summon it, kind of, uh, just all these little, like, kind of spirits can, or little spiders seem to crawl out of every nook and cranny of your house. And they kind of form together into this kind of, like, large amalgamation of spiders and one giant body. Mm-hmm. That's probably, like, a good foot by, uh, foot across, foot high. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, I got three successes on drain. Nice. So you take one stun damage. No, that's one physical. One physical? Oh, wait, Don't power. power no. Yeah, yeah, it's done. Sorry. 
Uh, okay. Um. Have you been adding your power focus, by the way, to summoning? No. Okay. But I will. <laughs> um. Fine. All right. Okay. Tell me the origin. No, no. Tell me. Okay. I, I gotta phrase this correctly. Tell me where. You're not using a wish spell, Andrew. It's okay. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> evil wish spell. <laughs> right? I want to have a million dollars in gold. Okay, you're now gold. Damn it! Um, uh, I would like... Okay, tell me where the origin of the commands for these for the spirits that are watching my home is coming from. So basically you wanted to track any uh, spirits that are like coming into your house? Yep. Okay. It just kind of indicates that it will watch for them and follow. Uh, I... It will do what it can, but keep in mind, spirits aren't too good at this. Mm -hmm. uh, this usually kind of involves a... Um, a uh, what's it called? Um, sorry, brain farting. This usually calls for a ritual sorcery. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh... I mean, spirit can try to do this, but... It's usually best done by a group of uh, mages. No, this is what I'm going to do. Okay, it's going to, I guess it's going to track it. Then I'm going to send my Merlin Hawk to follow it above the, like, circle above it. And then mm -hmm. I'm going to follow the Merlin Hawk in my car. Okay. Cool. Does that work? Yeah. All right. Cool. It's kind of a weird kind of, you know, taped together type of method <laughs> of using magic. But, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, cool. All right. I guess I will take some time. Okay. So, that said, uh, Dan. Is dealing with uh, the babes. Okay, then I guess we'll worry, uh, do we take care of you just real fast. All right. All right, so... Uh, Joby's crying a bit. As, uh, as you kind of... Where are you heading off to? The nearest nice hospital. Okay, that's going to be a bit of a haul. Because uh, when you say nice, you don't mean anywhere in the Barrens. So you drive a good hour or two uh, out of the Barrens into uh, kind of the downtown area. Yeah. Uh, and find a small clinic, kind of a 24-hour place. Okay. Oh, I, I, just, I, I, need, I just need to get the baby seen, you know. Yeah. So. So. My goodness, what's wrong with that child? The woman says you come in. I, I, his, his mother was not a very good person, and unfortunately she's passed now, and I've kind of... Oh, thank God, I thought you might be the mother. You can never tell a few elves. No, 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 no. I, I really need him looked after, please. Yes, of course, you gotta take some, uh, take some. What's your relation to the child? I am, um, his aunt. God, I can never tell a few elves. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, she kind of lets you back in there. She kind of takes the child back into the area. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to do a little medical test to see how well they uh, take care of Joby. They kill the face. 
so that's not bad. Okay, so basically they um they start doing some tests, making sure it's okay. Uh, I don't know if they actually give babies IVs or not. Yes. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. they they have it on a nutrition drip, uh, trying to get him uh, hydrated quickly. Right. Uh, while at the same time giving him some uh formula, basically. Okay. So, kid's really young. <laughs> yeah. So. Six months is that is is the month you gave us. So. Yeah. So it's been about a month. So. Yeah. Uh, so they start taking care of the kid. Um, is there anything else you need to do, or you're just gonna kind of hang out with Joby, making sure that he's all right? I'm not gonna leave that kid. Okay. Uh, she she is gonna be dedicated to that kid for a little bit, so that's what she's doing. Alrighty. Okay. So. Uh, Tex. Yep, Dan's back. Hang on. Why, hello there. Uh, your cell phone starts to beep. Uh, flick it open. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> so it's a picture of Eve. So, how you doing there, Tex? I'm doing alright. I'll be doing better here in a couple of days. Wow, what's up, babe? You gonna be alright by Sunday? What day is today? It's Friday. Yeah, I'm getting out Sunday. Ah, good, good. I got a little thing going on Sunday. Mark? I want to invite you and a few of your buds. That sounds like a plan. Good, good. She gives you the name of this uh, local club. Running out the back room. Get a little bit of a, I guess you could say a seminar run that uh, I'd like you guys to attend. Sweetheart, if you're there, I'm there. <laughs> So, I'll see you on Sunday. Bye, darling. Okay, so she clicks off. So, you still don't have a message back from Val. Uh, Tiki hasn't replied back to your message either. Yeah. So, you're pretty much just kind of held up for now. Okay, um, I am, however, going to send text messages to, uh, as much as it pains me, Vinar... Tabitha, well, no, Tabitha's fine. Um, I'm, I'm going to send a text to Vinar <laughs> that's going to hurt, hurt my soul a little bit. Uh, Tabitha, L, Gray. Vinar stopped you from bleeding out on the street. You also dumped me on a sidewalk. No, that was Tabitha. Oh, my bad. <laughs> that was Tabitha. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm letting him live with me. I know, right? You're a horrible person. She's she's making it up. Venora on the I'm making hand. it up. <laughs> nice. All so right. just kind of letting them know about things? Yeah, I'll be like, hey, uh, Eve mentioned something about a seminar Sunday. Uh, she might be giving y'all a call. Cool. And that's it. Alrighty. So, that's... cool. I'm, so... Try I'm trying to mm -hmm. download the newest Monster Hunter game. Nice. God, he's going to get slaughtered. Alright. So you pay a few new yen from your uh, lifestyle and buy yourself a game? Yes. Nice. So, at this point, Midas, Tabitha, or Venar, Tabitha, rather, mm -hmm. um, the two of you are heading off to uh, the mechanic shop. Are you guys driving together or are you driving independently? Um, I don't know. Is he far from me? 
probably meeting up there in case he's got other stuff to do. Okay. Yeah, and I'll take my bike over there. I'll leave the car with. Nice. Okay. So you kind of show up at a blah 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 place. Um, at Joey uh Joey's mechanic shop. Joey Marciano. Marciano, thank you. Uh, he's pretty much uh sitting there, kind of taking care of one of the cars that he's finishing up. When you guys pull up, took out long enough. Uh, sorry, I had to do something for Tony. No problem, no problem. So, this tab? Yeah, it is. Tabitha, Joey, Joey, Tabitha. Joey wipes his hand off on a rag, offers it to you. It's still a bit stand. Nice to meet you, ma'am. Nice to meet you, too. Give him a nice, firm handshake. He smiles, uh, shakes your hand firmly back. So, I understand you're looking for a little bit of a garage space to work in. I am. Um, just the space, really. I, uh, I'll bring everything I need. I'm just looking for a place to work, a space to work in. Alrighty, well, I do have some access to some parts, though, so, you know, if you ever need something special, like, a, you know, different wiring, things like that, special control units, I can help you out with that, too. I got, uh, distributors. Let's head around back, show you the, uh, office. And I follow him? Okay. So the three of y'all head back. Uh, he's literally kid- not, not kidding when he says that the building in the back. There's a kind of almost like a shed back here. Uh, there's actually a few of them. Uh, two of them are kind of like old, decrepit, look like they haven't been used in years. Uh, but the one you kind of enter, it looks like it might have been actually, like, uh, swept today. So it's kind of a garage space, got enough space for a medium-sized sedan, maybe a little bit bigger of a sedan. Uh, definitely nothing big as a truck or anything, but plenty of spaces for tools, and it actually has the kind of car lift thing under it so it can lift something up. So, you're looking for renting for a special job, or you're looking for renting for a long-term usage? Um, I'm looking right now just to, uh, for a special job, but, um, mm-hmm. if... You know, I, I need to tweak my uh, a new vehicle I just got my hands on. Um, but if things work out and it's a good space, I, uh, I'd certainly come back to you. Of course, of course. All right. Well, I can rent it out to you for the weekend for a thousand. Uh, parts, tools, disposal, all that fun stuff. Um, if you want it for a month. I can rent it up for you for twenty five hundred. So you know, let me know what you think. I don't mind going, you know, month to month on that if you'd like. Uh, that said, I understand that is a new car per se, uh, but it's a uh, new in the sense of picked it up off the road per se. It's it's new to me. Mm. Per se. Well, you still got your VIN on there, and you still got your identifying chips on there. You're going to need to scratch that shit off, and uh, just using a file isn't good enough. I can take care of that for you. You can get all yourself set up uh, for 10K. Is that a a good price? Jesse whispered that to Bernard. This is me asking separately. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. The car itself costs 100000 so... It's a steal. 
um, that's right. The car is worth a hundred thousand. Yeah. Um, okay. I will. Uh, I can go with that, and I'll go with the with a month rental for now. Sounds good. See how, and I can I can certainly let you know if I might want it for more time than that. Sounds good. We're looking forward to working with you. Fantastic. Thank you. So. At this point, you can add James, I'm oh, sorry, Joey uh, Marciano, as a contact, connection one, loyalty one. And uh, he'll take the money to uh, start filing that off over the weekend. You can do that while he's working on the car. Okay. And you said that was one and one for the contact? Uh-huh. Okay. Thank you. Nice. Okay. So at that point, uh, Joey kind of goes off and starts talking Tabitha. They're talking shop and such. Uh, anything else you want to do uh, there, uh, Midas? Uh, well, he'll have to talk to Joey and finish paying it. Okay, sure, sure. So he kind of fizzes up with Tabitha. They handle uh, exchanging cred sticks enough and such. Well, while I got the cred stick reader out, he says he kind of looks at you for a grin. I got the money. You know I was good for it. I don't know. I thought you might be short on it. No, no, job went well, so... Okay. Hand over the 2000 for him. All right, good to go, man. And I got your new customer. Hey, yeah, it's good. Keep that stuff. I'll try. You know, these people just leaving cars out on the street. It's crazy. Yeah. Did you guys end up getting all those uh, Westerns from anyway? You don't usually see that many just lying around. No, no, you don't. Uh... I don't think you want to know. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right, man. Well, possible deniability. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and close up shop for now. But uh, he takes out a control spike from his uh, uh pants and throws the Tabitha. That'll get you through the gate and through the uh back door. And also I get catch... you to the tool area inside the shop if you need anything. Thanks, Joey. I catch the uh, control stick and put it in my pocket. Alrighty. So, with that, he kind of heads off and starts shutting down the shop for the night. And Bernard's just going to kind of browse to see what upgrades he could possibly put on his way. Nice. This work is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution, non-commercial, share-alike, 3.0 unported license. You can share this, you can manipulate it, but you must add a label for all that's within, including the licenses from the following artist, 30 Day Notice, and their single collection. The intro music is I Want It So Bad, and the outro is Us Right Then. The album is available from Magnatune.com. Morality. It's not something we're naturally born with. It's something we learn. We make choices when we're younger. And even though we haven't learned all of our lessons just yet, they forge who we will become as adults.